This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Talking Brewers baseball on this Monday, April 25th with our Brewers reporter, Adam McCalvey. Adam, we thank you for the time, as always. And uh, let's start with Sunday's 8-5 win over the Phillies as the crew avoids a three-game sweep. Now, when the five games against the Phillies and the Twins on that recent homestand, uh, Milwaukee goes 2-3. and three. You know, it's obviously no secret, as we've discussed, uh, that this Milwaukee team clearly is in a rebuilding mode in 2016. But nonetheless, is it still... A little disappointing to not be on the other side of 500 in that five-game span against two teams in the Phillies and the Twins that are both are really struggling this year. Well, I think more than the wins and losses, what's been disappointing is just the Brewers starting pitching in general. It, it's not been good. It's it's been the worst in baseball, um, and they have uh, five quality starts, including the Willie Peralta outing on Sunday. So that was definitely a good step in, in the right direction because you're talking about uh, their opening day starter who had really been pitching poorly this year. Um, they need more innings and more quality innings from their starting pitching before they can even think about, you know, wins and, and losses and, and over under 500 in certain stretches. And I know that's a focus of Craig Council. And I know even in talking to some of the players, um, they, they, Willie Peralta said this, Chase Anderson said this, they realize that they are putting an undue burden on the bullpen right now and that it is not sustainable. They're among the lowest uh, per-inning start uh, teams in baseball right now with the Orioles. It was hovering right around five innings. That, that's just not going to do it. And I think there is an urgency to kind of get that fixed. And uh, Willie Peralta being the opening day guy, that's supposed to fall on him to help get things right. And, it, look, he pitched a little better on Sunday against the Phillies, and it was definitely represented for him a step in the right direction. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you look at his uh, five starts uh, this season, and, uh, you know, it's baby steps, but I think each one has gotten a little bit better since that rough start on opening day at Miller Park against the Giants. Uh, you take a look at his line yesterday, uh, six innings, four runs, three of them earned. He scattered seven hits, but, uh, Adam, what really jumped out to me the five strikeouts and the no walks, uh, was that yeah. the biggest factor in really reversing his struggles from those first four starts? Yeah, that's big, just limiting the base runners. Now, there still were mistakes. There was uh, the Phillies' first run scored after he got two outs in the inning. Then he gives up a single. He hits a batter with the pitcher due next. Then he hangs a terrible slider to the Phillies' pitcher, Eikhoff, who hit an RBI single. I mean, that's the kind of sequence that an opening day starter is not supposed to endure and Willie Peralta has had a lot of them this year. So there are there is plenty of room for improvement for him. But, you know, part of this is just getting him, again, we've talked about this, get him a little confidence on the mound. And I think getting a victory, getting that quality start, even though the error that led to his unearned run was his. So I think it deserves a little asterisk. Um, still, there, there were enough positives in that game that I think he could have something to feel good about going into his next outing. And I think – 
you know, the Brewers, we've seen this with starting pitching, and I've asked Craig Council this. Why does it seem that starting pitching seems to be contagious? It shouldn't be. It's a new day, a new pitcher, a new opposing lineup. There's nothing that should make this contagious, but yet you see it with teams all around the game. When things go wrong for a couple of starters, it bleeds into the rest, and this, the bad stretches feed off each other, just like the good stretches kind of feed off each other. So, look, Willie Peralta gave them a quality start. They have Jimmy Nelson going in their next game against the tough Cubs team. It's an opportunity, at least, for, for a couple of their top pitchers to set this thing in, in a more positive direction. Because I don't think the Brewers expect to have the best pitching staff in baseball, maybe not even the top half in baseball, but they should be, you know, they could be average. If, if things break right for them, they could have an average rotation. I don't think they expect to have the worst starting pitching in baseball, which is what they've had so far. So there, there's opportunity for a couple of these guys to get things going the right way. Yeah, you mentioned, you know, Peralta, again, baby steps. Uh, he's getting better with each start. Uh, Jimmy Nelson has been solid so far. One guy that's uh, kind of mystified me, and I'm sure you as well, Chase Anderson. He is trending in the opposite direction of Peralta right now. Uh, he's been hammered lately after two really outstanding starts to begin the year. What's really odd in my mind is that the two good starts – came against a rather imposing lineups in the form of the Astros and the Cardinals, and then he faces the Twins and the Phillies, two lesser clubs, and they both really beat him up bad, an ERA of 10 in his last two starts. Uh, you know, how odd is that to you, and what seems to be the issue with him? It's been, you know, a tale of two halves, if you will, two good starts, two bad ones. Well, you know, on one hand, it's not entirely surprising because Chase Anderson is the, the fifth starter, the back-end guy in this rotation. This is kind of what fifth starters do. Good, bad, you know, not as steady as the guys that you have near the top of your rotation. For Chase Anderson, it is fastball command. It is what makes his changeup such a great pitch. And when he doesn't have it, he has the tendency to, you know, he's the type of pitcher who's going to have high hit totals, you know, double-digit hits, which he's had already this season. Uh, and that's what's happened for him. He's just not been ahead. He's not been able to use that changeup effectively. And uh, he does not have the raw stuff. He doesn't have 95 in his arsenal in order to overcome uh, those command problems. So he's just got to get that back. It's going to be up and down for him. I, I, I mean, I don't know that it's, I don't, I, I don't know that it's surprising to see a guy like that sort of go up and down um, just because of the type of pitcher he is. Your fifth starter, you want the guy to kind of keep you in more games than not, and you try to win those games maybe with some offense, and here and there he's going to pitch a good game. Uh, the, the, I think there are more concerning pitchers in this rotation, uh, and the problem they've had is that, well, Chase Anderson's up and down. Everybody else is up and down as well and mostly down, and it's kind of, uh, as a group, it's sort of snowballed on itself. And that's been a problem, of course, uh, for the Brewers. And uh, you make a good point that uh, when a guy is your number five guy, you're going to get those good starts sprinkled in with the bad starts. And Anderson's had two of each right now. We'll see if he can uh, kind of straighten things out and uh, have some semblance of consistency moving forward as that number five starter uh, in this rotation. Uh, Adam, let's give some uh, injury updates. That seems to be a weekly trend on this podcast. Uh, give us the latest on uh, Matt Garza, on Will Smith, and perhaps uh, maybe somebody else I'm overlooking right now. <laughs> well, progress, but slow progress for their key guys. Uh, Garza is hitting again. That's notable. He's got a lat strain, that big muscle behind your right shoulder. 
Um, but they're holding him back from throwing. He is a very aggressive guy. Uh, he wants to get out there, and they don't want him to go too early. So he hopes sometime this week to get back to throwing. That begins a really long process of basically starting spring training over again where you're building up to start. Long road ahead. Same with Will Smith, their reliever. Um, got the, the torn ligament in his right knee, the infamous taking off his shoe incident in spring training. Uh, he, we saw him playing catch at Miller Park the other day, which was good, but it was a very light catch. And he's a couple of weeks away from this important uh, visit with the doctor, at which time they're going to decide whether he can continue on this rehab road because you can pitch with the torn LCL uh, or whether he needs to have surgery to repair them. They're going to test the stability in the knee. They're a couple of weeks away from being able to do that. So he's got a long road. And the other key guy, uh, I think the one you're forgetting, is Corey Knable, who's a, not a name player probably around baseball, but was going to be a big-time contributor in this Brewers bullpen. He's a potential future closer. They got him uh, in the Giovanni Gallardo trade with Texas. And uh, he has a, a oblique strain, notoriously tricky, he says he's feeling better. He walks around with those uh, electrical stimulation devices where you, know, guy, you see it on guys' shoulders and their arms twitch all crazy. He's got it on his midsection. They're getting blood to those muscles there, trying to get that to heal. But, again, this is a long-term injury, not the kind of thing you can rush. So those are, you know, that's part of what's hurting this Brewers team is they knew they were a little you know, talent deficient maybe compared to other clubs just because of where they're at in their competitive cycle, and they've been killed by – three pretty critical injuries, guys who were supposed to be a big part of what they were going to try to do, and they've had to cover uh, those positions with other players. Yeah, those guys cannot be uh, get back soon enough. Uh, you mentioned Garza, Knievel, and, of course, uh, Will Smith as well. And, of course, uh, Adam, just to wrap up here, day off uh, today for the crew. They head to Wrigley for three games against the Juggernaut Cubs uh, starting on Tuesday night. Now, of course, as we've mentioned, here you've got the Brewers with the uh, worst rotation ERA in baseball and the Cubs tearing the cover off the baseball. If you have to set a reasonable expectation over these next three nights for uh, Brewers starters, what would it be? Oh, boy. That's impossible <laughs> to judge. Well, two, The middle game is the one everybody's got their eyes on. It's Taylor Youngman, who has the second highest ERA in baseball, uh, against Jake Arrieta, who I don't know if you've heard uh, is pretty good. He's okay, right? He's yeah. coming off a somewhat – decent game against the Cincinnati Reds. I mean, that has reverse lock written all over it because it's the kind of game where everyone's going to moan all day here in Milwaukee about how the Brewers have no chance. And it screams to me the kind of game that, that a weird game that somehow you come out on top on. Um, who knows? It, it is definitely a difficult uh, series for a, a team that's struggling to pitch when you're talking about a really, really deep Cubs lineup. Um, and I have been at many, many Wrigley Field games uh, where you just don't know what is the day is going to bring. You walk out, you look up at the – first thing everyone does is look up at the flags. If the wind's blowing out, it's going to be a ton of runs. If the wind's blowing in, it's going to be a completely different game. And I think those, there's no other ballpark in baseball, uh, I don't believe, in which you, you really don't know what you're going to get until you get there on the ground and step out of that dugout and look up at the sky. It's – it's a really remarkable place in that sense. And, uh, you know, if it's early in the year, a lot of times the wind's blowing in. That would really be a nice thing for this brewer. As, you know, this brewer's pitching staff, as we said, that's really been having a tough time. Yeah, it's going to be a very interesting three nights at uh, Wrigley Field beginning on Tuesday night. The Brewers take on 
the runaway Chicago Cubs. Adam, always a pleasure. We'll do it again next week. That is Brewers reporter Adam McAlvey joining us. In the meantime, Matt Wehmeyer signing off for MLB.com Extras, Milwaukee Brewers. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.